heard that uh, intro, hasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. I guess apologies are in order for the time it has taken to get back to this. But the truth is, I was busy. Now, I, I, I know what you're thinking. If everyone's stuck at a stay-at-home order, how are you busy? You must have more time on your hands. Well, I mean, I guess that's the topic of the discussion today, how uh, we've been able to reinvent ourselves here on Unwired, which is sort of a funny tale considering how many wires I'm actually sitting around right now. Um, we've moved operations out of my home to make things easier. But what that means is that uh, we're spending a lot of time testing, trying out new things, learning. I mean, the amount of, of reinvention that has to take place. That Well, let me start from the beginning. Um, I think you guys well know that... Uh, I am the AV director for my church, and uh, what that means is we usually get a group together each week, uh, go and work on the broadcast, work on the main sanctuary audio, as well as any meetings or rooms or whatever else we have to do AV-wise in the building. Uh, we basically maintain equipment in four different rooms and so often uh, my day is spent coordinating either work in main audio or doing video upstairs now <coughs> once the uh, coronavirus hit and we were locked down to less than 10 people we moved operation to another building uh, obviously we had to close down the church a church that normally gets three to four hundred people for a service couldn't meet so we moved into another building, and we were streaming from that building, just a small group of the uh, pastors, um, a couple of lay people, and we had myself doing the streaming and video switching. We set up, I think, uh, it was a three or four camera, it was a four camera shoot. We set up um, video switching. I was using the Lumentech VS4. Four camera shoot plus um, graphics from a laptop, and then we had someone monitoring the stream as well as responding to people watching. And it went well. We did it for two weeks. It went really well. And then the decision was made no, 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 we can't do this uh, because we're still putting those 10 people at risk. So we decided to um, stream from each person would be at home connect to a Zoom meeting, and we'd stream that way. So it was my job to figure out how to do that. I decided to take all the equipment to the house rather than travel back and forth to the church. It would just be easier to set it up in the house. So I, I took over the living room and set up a multi-Zoom computer uh, connection. What I've done then is I have three laptops plus the streaming computer plus my ATEM uh, mini hyperdeck to record uh, and we were streaming through here. I was using the ATEM switcher. I have an ATEM video uh, television studio. I took the switcher from the church, the actual physical console, uh, the streaming computer from the church, uh, connected everything. And so when we connect to Zoom meetings, I can pin the speaker on some of the computers, have the multi-view on other computers, and then switch back and forth between them. Then we started to incorporate lower thirds that we would create in 
PowerPoint. Um, <laughs> PowerPoint, excuse me. <laughs> Photoshop and uh, After Effects. We created uh, lower thirds and we pushed those in either through the ATEM or through um, the or through Wirecast. And then we had graphics, we had video. So we have an actual studio set up that we use uh, to stream our Zoom meetings. And then that rolled over into uh, a couple of other meetings. We had a Tuesday night uh, talk, Bible study style talk. And um, every so often we would do a, uh, a program called COVID Conversation where we talk about different topics related to the COVID virus. We've done um, medical talks twice. We've had the mental health talk. We've had finances, and we've also had education. So we're really producing a couple of different shows each week that are run out of my house. They're produced um, at uh, my friend's house. He, he does the production for it, the ideas, contacts the people. So it's really full-fledged production that we're able to do. And I'm grateful for the networking knowledge that's tied into the um, – computer knowledge that's tied into the streaming knowledge and uh, it's been fun I've enjoyed it not just being able to roll out of bed and and get services going but we've been able to reach a lot of people and the production has changed how we're doing church I'm not going to say church has become stale but it's become such a formula you get up you get dressed you go there you go through the the different things, you greet people, you listen to a sermon, you hear some um, singing, and you go home. Not necessarily in that order, but close enough. And there has been a, it has just become such a routine that it loses some of its meaning. I mean, that's been a big part of the problem. And I think we had started to recognize that, we as the people doing the work, because it was harder and harder to get people who wanted to help out. There, there used to be a certain joy of coming and, and helping out and, get and spreading the message, uh, spreading the gospel with our work, helping to do that, reaching people. But things had become so stale and such a formula and so inundated with unnecessary things that I think it started to... Um, it started to pull people down, the exact opposite of what gospel should be. And so this new format, this new way of worshiping, it allows the, the pastors to explore topics that we would never explore. And it allows um, interactivity during the sermon that we didn't have in church. You couldn't write questions as someone was preaching and ask them, hey, what do you mean by this? Or what does this verse mean? And now you have that. The downside, of course, is that um, people aren't near each other. Uh, people aren't able. There's people who are very extrovert, and so they don't, they're not getting the, the chance to meet and greet friends. Um, but it has caused us to be more innovative. We had some members of our church drive around to people's house to just do drive-by shout-outs to them. And, you know, that shows a an intentionality. Is it <laughs> did I say that word correctly? That shows intent 
instead of just saying, hey, we'll just all be meeting up at the same place, you're actually making the effort to go around and meet people. You know, you have to think about who am I going to call this week? Who am I going to reach out to? I had a, a, a friend reach out to me and, s and cash out me some money because they know that the work that I've been doing steadily isn't there. There's, there's more of an intentionality. Intentionality. Is that? I'm going to have to look that up. There's more intention now with our interactions. There's more you have to make an effort. And I think that's great. I, I, um, I'm back to the technology side of it. I've had to learn new things. I've, um, as I mentioned, I got the television studio to help with this endeavor. And I'm learning new ways. And, th and then I want to push the envelope some more. So I want to do things like double boxes and triple boxes with a nice uh, layered background. And <coughs> incorporating that, I got into the Elgato Stream Deck. I mean, I've wanted one for some time, but... Um, now I can actually use it, and it's great. There's a, a couple of quirks I have because it has drivers. Well, talk about changing subjects quick. But the Elgato Stream Deck has native controls for Wirecast, which is wonderful. There's things I can do very easy. Um, it makes shortcuts quick. I don't have to do a lot of mouse movement. I can do macros. I can do multiple um, things with one button pressed with, uh, you know, as I program what I need to do on a regular basis, and then I could add to that. Now, you have to use additional software called a companion app for you to get ATEM control, where you can control macros, you can control uh, different features, and that's been quirky. The, the companion app, it's been a little bit buggy, and I know I saw something about it, I have to do a, a bit more research. But incorporating that into the workflow an Elgato stream deck man that's wonderful I have to I have to add some more settings for it I got to see how it works how it works with other programs and hopefully they'll add native ATEM support um, instead of having to use a companion app which as I said I've found it to be buggy other people have been using it consistently but I found a couple of problems with it and then now because of my desire, switching gears again, to do some greater things, I've uh, invested in some additional equipment. I was able to get an ATEM Mini Pro. Um, you know, fi finally, I, I was one of the early adopters, and I have a video on that coming out soon on our Space Age uh, website, our YouTube uh, site. I'll link the. I'll put a link on our Space Age site, and. It's a great tool. So I, I did a run through. I found some quirks about it. There's certain things that I want to be able to do that it doesn't do yet. Um, but it is really a powerful tool. Uh, I'm trying to see how I can incorporate it. The fact that it only has four inputs and they're all HDMI is a tiny bit of a drawback, but you have to understand the device for what it is, especially for the price it is. There's nothing that can do all these things for this price. In some regard, it's a better value than the Lumentech VS4, which I've been singing the, its praises for about four or five years now. That the VS4, uh, I think it's still 9.95, is is just top notch. It can do everything that the ATEM Mini Pro can do. However, 
In fact, it can do just a couple other things. It is a little bit bigger, but I don't mind that footprint. Um, I think it's useful to have a big surface. It has a nice T-bar, uh, whereas the Mini Pro does not, and I'm a big T-bar fan. Um, but but f it doesn't stream. The ATEM Mini Pro streams from it. it, it you can record directly from it to a USB-C hard drive. I mean, and it's only five ninety-five. Uh, it's it's phenomenal. So you can do all these things with one box, and it's just magnificent. I wish it had an additional output because it has the one output you could usually use for multi-view or main program or or individual cameras, but I really could use one more output. So I could either do an aux or or something of that nature. You know, so all in all, um, this is a magnificent device, the Blackmagic Design ATEM Mini Pro. Uh, you know, and once I get that set up with my stream deck, uh, the sky's the limit. I mean, button presses will be so easy. Uh, uh, I it'll be easy to, to run macros, to do common things you're doing. Right now, uh, for our church service, I have a macro because we... We come out of uh, announcements, then we go into the opening, it's a 30 second clip, and then I count them in. And I'm counting them in, we're on mute. And if you understand anything about the ATEM, you can't adjust the audio from the console. I don't know of too many consoles that uh, allow for audio until you're talking about big, big level ROS uh, consoles and things of that nature. So I count them in when it's on mute. Then I have to unmute them in a in the ATEM and on Wirecast transition to uh, camera one from the opening, and then in uh, then in the ATEM once again I have to make sure we're on the right camera, we're on the right computer <laughs> in this case, and so I created a macro to do that. And one good thing about the console, the ATEM console, is you can have the macros just do one press. You could either have choose it and then hit play, or just have it as soon as you click on the macro, it runs. But I programmed all of that into the Stream Deck, so now I just have to hit the button on the Stream Deck. It will run the macro, and it'll put everything in this right place. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. So... That is some of the things I'm able to do. We've been able to up our production so much so that other people have noticed. You know, we've been able to run shows for other people. My friend is an excellent producer, and I'm going to get him on the show one day, and we're going to talk about um, his production style. He's really come into his own with um, producing television shows and stuff, and we've worked together for quite a bit. And that's been enjoyable. So that's just some of the things we've been doing here. Um, it's really been a lot of fun, and yet there's, um, there's still some improvements we can make. I've come up with a way to do a double box. I'm going to install additional cards. We tried NDI. I'll get to that a little bit later. We're going to install additional cards in the streaming computer so that Wirecast has some additional inputs, and then I'm going to have to split the signal and pray that that works consistently um, for us to get good video 
into these systems. So that's what I'm working on today. All right. So thank you. Thank you for, for listening to us today. Thank you for continuing to join us. We've hit an important milestone in our uh, streaming. There's been a milestone with downloads. We thank you for that. So continue with us. I know we've been off for a while. Let's go through these lows. But, you know, thanks for sticking with us. Continue to look out. Remember, Unwired. You can catch us on unwired.spaceage-llc.com. Don't forget our main site, spaceage-llc.com. And have a good one. Oh, wait. I forgot Twitter. Uh, At rbaker underscore spaceage. Bye.